Welcome, Mistorians. Host Austin Heave-She and host Brenda She-Her have been waiting for you. Come along for Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. everyone welcome to episode 54 of secret histories of nerd mysteries my name is host brenda i'm host austin and every week i think about what if i just start talking over brenda when she's trying to do the intro (laughs) we've never so you all might think we're a well-polished machine we've never once decided that brenda just does it like we we started the first week and brenda just did it and i'm like oh yeah that's like a no like usually there's one person who like leads in Mm-hmm. makes sense and every week i'm like maybe i should take it from brenda and brenda starts and i'll be thinking like start talking start talking start talking and then i just don't i don't know what it is <laughs> we share me brenda and our friend dante share like four brain cells and i don't know who pretty gets much. the extra one but i'm pretty sure it's brenda <laughs> <laughs> i hoard the brain cells. And she, she uses it every week to do the intro <laughs> I feel like towards the beginning, we tried to, like, kind of flip on and off, and then eventually yeah. I was just like, no, I'll just do it, because I already do the countdown, so it's like, just... Brenda does do the countdown. That was Brenda's yeah. idea. So, um, yeah, it's... Sun- the rain finally stopped. It has. Thank God. I'm, I oh feel God. like my biggest worry now, because we're in the future, well, you're mm-hmm. in the... We're, you're listening to us in the future from the past, and my biggest worry... Is we're saying that, and everyone's like, what do you fucking mean? It's been raining for the last seven days, and we're like, well, we recorded in the past. I'm sorry. We had two non-rainy days. <laughs> but um, yes, currently was- for us, in this, <laughs> for these, this existence of us in space and time, there's no rain. There's been no yes. rain for three days? Yeah, maybe three days? Yeah, it's been pretty good. Like, they were saying, like, we were going to have, like, nonstop rain until today. So thankfully, that didn't happen, because mm. holy shit. Oh, Wow. Oh, my God. So we're in Michigan, in case you forgot. Or if this is your first time listening, if it's your first time listening, hello, thank you. We're we're in Michigan. Um, And it's been bad. Yes. (laughs) Rain bad. So much rain. In my head, the song, it's been one week since stopped raining. (laughs) Because it was Friends basement flooded several times. (laughs) Every time you're like, I'm getting water in the basement, I thought, I should check my basement, because my basement's like a hole. And I'm like, there's for sure water down there. And I, asked her, I was like, should we check the basement? And I was just like, no, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you have what we call here a Michigan basement. Yes, it is a dungeon of dirt and rubble where, mm-hmm. for some reason in this state, we decided to put very important things like a furnace yeah, like the furnace is down there. Like down in my basement, furnace is down here, hot water heater's down here. Um Like things you need. You need those in Michigan. Yeah. I think legally then, you have to have them to be a house. I think so. And then like also, um, my office is in the basement. <laughs> so like my office is situated in a way so that if it does flood like a couple inches, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. If we get up more than two inches It's over. 
it's over. There's um that's when we hit the electricity. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, Michigan, we just like we all like basements aren't made good. Mm-mm. And we are you in Michigan you are like actively on top of water all the time. All the time. Water is everywhere. Like you just you can't go three feet without encountering water of some kind. And so we were like, let's dr- drill into the ground and we'll put these basements. And they will not be waterproof in any way, shape, or form, even a little bit. And if you want that, you need your house is four million dollars. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why it's, it's like, not just like normal. Like, well, everyone needs this. We just need to do this for everybody. I like having the basement because of the because we do get tornadoes. Mm-hmm. But exactly, also, like yeah. we need. Also, everyone, the only like there are two weather patterns that can kill people in Michigan. Typically, climate change is messing it up. But typically, it's like tornadoes. Mm-hmm. blizzards those are the two blizzards. things to worry about lately floods <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also now flooding and yeah heat <laughs> these are not yeah. things we're equipped to deal with <laughs> um, our, our houses retain heat because blizzard <laughs> we need to, yeah it's like they're insulated to shit and it needs to hold in heat but now hot <laughs> now too hot <laughs> we, it's it's not it's not great no, uh, my basement has a door that is immediately located at the bottom of a hill. Um, incredible. I'm sure that in yeah. no way impacts your life when it floods. Yeah, so there's literally, we've dug a hole outside this door. And so like when it starts raining, it's like, go check the hole. Because <laughs> if the, the hole is full of water, then you have to put a pump in the hole to get the water out of the hole because the hole is like essentially a moat mm-hmm. and it's like the last the, the last la- stronghold defense. before water <laughs> yeah the last the last defense before the water is in the house and what was happening the other day is that um it was raining so hard the pump was not faster than the rain. Pump so. son was like, I'm doing my best, Brenda Coon. I'm doing my best <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, Are you really fucking pump? <laughs> Are you really? And I'm down here with like a carpet cleaner that we that can just like suck water up, and I'm just sucking up water with this carpet cleaner and then dumping it out because it has like this tiny stupid tank that takes three seconds to fill with water. So I'm like, suck up water, dump it in the toilet, suck up water, dump it in the toilet, suck up water, dump it in the toilet, towels, 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 towels. <laughs> Base drop. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, this is this, and that's just like. It's not like Michigan gets floods because again water, mm-hmm. but it's the idea that like for some like my baby book was destroyed in a flood in our basement because it was just like for some reason we don't like we don't waterproof houses against water when we get like a lot of water because it rains a lot yeah and then you're on top of water and it blizzards and then it melts eventually and you're on top mm-hmm. of water and. It's very odd that it's, like, a luxury to be waterproof. Like, it's, like, a thing you can get. And people are like, yeah, it's going to be, like, 400 million human souls for you not to get water in your house. And it's like, well, this is something literally, literally everyone needs this in Michigan. Period. Truly. Water is everywhere. I've seen parts of, Michi- of like, West Michigan when it floods that are, like, <laughs> that look like like a hurricane hit like that is how bad it can flood here the first year i was in grand rapids was that one year where the grand river just like (laughs) where they had to put sandbags on the bridge (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was just like the grand river was just like bam and there was like 
water just everywhere. And luckily, I lived one on the third story of a house and two on top of a hill. Yeah, it so. was like, I mean, that was it was like touching the base of the bridges into the city and they were they were worried about like the city flooding they're like Mm -hmm. if the water gets up over the bridge it's just going to keep coming and that's it like it's a where are the city like is on a river that is a rapid that's it yeah like that's it It, like that that's that's kind of it (laughs) that's (laughs) i mean detroit parts of the highway in detroit were like underwater people were like jet skiing Mm -hmm. to work which I need everyone to, like, conceptualize the fact that someone took their car until the highway was flooded and then had to jet ski to work. Why is your job open? Yeah, why is your job open? Why are you being required to come into work? (laughs) Everything should have closed, and I know for a fact that it didn't. Yeah. Wayne Wayne County was literally placed under a state of emergency by the governor. Yeah. It was bad. (laughs) Why Why were things open? Why was anything open? Like, we would close for a blizzard. And a blizzard is not a flood. No. <laughs> like, Blitz- and just as dangerous. Pe- I mean, I and like people are like posting videos, like people jumping off their cars to swim and like Mm-mm. doing like really, not- really wild stuff. And like the water is not clean. I, I can't, I can't stress enough. We have a lot of water. Only some of it's clean. Uh- <laughs> yeah. It's like the water, is, one, not clean. Um, Two, electricity. Yeah. And people. Power lines everywhere. People are like, why are people doing this? I'm like, I don't know what I, if my car was besieged by a flash flood, I cannot describe the amount of mental break I would have. Yeah. Like, I can't even fathom. <laughs> Cars like, are a lot of money, immediately mm-hmm. worth less money the moment you sit in it. And yeah. you, in Michigan, we are, like, forced to need them because we refuse to get good public transit. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, you lose your car, and you're like, well, I'll be homeless in a month because I can't go to work now. Yeah, there's just no way because, like, I will never Our recoup companies. this cost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will never recover from this. And people, and it, yep. we don't get, like, we get flash floods and, like, it's usually bad mm-hmm. for a house. We usually don't get them to the point where people are losing cars. There's no way anyone had insurance for that happening to their car. No, because it's not, tip- it's not like down south where, like, the Mississippi River, like, explodes every year. Like, yeah. it, this does, this happens so rarely that, like, we're not really prepared for it yeah so the someone like took a video someone like on 94 which is a high wing detroit people who don't know it's like the Mm -hmm. big thoroughfare um it was like right near the exit i grew up at and they were like getting out of their car and like swimming up the road and they're like oh man i can't what are they doing that's so insane so i was like that person is having a mental breakdown (laughs) they are they (laughs) they just lost their car yeah they really what else are they gonna do to leave the situation too i if i lost like my car in a natural event i don't i'm not gonna do anything stable that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) no definitely not uh well this is a um nerd podcast yeah uh that's nerdy because they're hey you that nerdy meteorologist explain why flood to yourself, because you can't, we don't hear you. I hear a lot that people talk back to us. We can't hear you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know we may have a bit of a door of the explorer effect on people. And can I, you see? <laughs> do you, can you say climate change? Can you say irreversible damage? Say irreversible damage. Fucking do it, you coward. <laughs> we have some news. Yeah, what's the news? 
Uh, the big news I have, I, so this happened, like, at midnight last night when me and Brenda were both trying to go to sleep. <laughs> um, but Amazon has picked up the Evangelion, the third, the fourth movie, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, thrice times removed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a big Evangelion fan, which is how I said that with a straight face. Uh, so they picked it up, and it's going to be coming to the service July 16th to Amazon Video Streaming. Mm-hmm. And they also picked up the first three movies um, of this new Evangelion release. Evangelion 1.1, Evangelion 2.2, and Evangelion 2.22. Um, <laughs> so that's super exciting because... So Evangelion is like a phenomena that if you're an American fan is near impossible to experience really like it so you kind of like can a little bit for a very very long time like the dvds of the original dub of evangelion were like not available no just completely unavailable <laughs> you could find and i so, have like yeah i have like epi- i have like episodes like 20 to I have, like, five episodes on DVD that I found on an anime convention that a seller did not know what they had, and it was, like, four bucks. <laughs> I don't know. That's the dream. Yeah, that was, I was like, oh, my fucking, I, like, bought it and ran away. Yeah, I would, do. Like, God. Because they are. That's the dream. Just impossible to get here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of um, them are region locked. So if you get them from yeah. Japan, you need a Japanese DVD player or something to view them. And then the um, Netflix redubbed the original series Mm -hmm. a couple years ago but it's bad Um, yeah it's they made artistic choices that some and the thing for evangelion this is the thing the creators of evangelion Mm -hmm. are those kinds of people where like they're like every version is canon yeah which is madness because (laughs) every redub or resub or re-release that they've done is like slight is like slightly different and can change the entire theme and message of the show exactly and like the fact that it was easier for netflix to like redub an entire series as opposed to like (laughs) figure out the rights of the original (laughs) is a mess what that's mad like it's not like with sailor moon where like sailor moon was originally dubbed in english was like had a lot of changes done to Mm -hmm. it so the redubbing which i feel like was a little half-assed but there's not a hero there Mm -hmm. um I, you know, it wasn't like they were fixing, quote unquote, fixing it. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of baffling. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of older anime series have this problem because 90s and early 2000s in America, anime was a mess. It was just a fucking mess. Yeah. Of, no one knew how to, no one knew how to promote it. No one knew what they were selling. It was a mess. I mean, I've talked about it on this show before, I think. Maybe it was a private, like, I watched like Witchblade just on TV. Uh, just on TV. Just on TV. And I also watched uh, Secret Agent Honey just on TV, which is another, like, <laughs> not for a kid show. I watched Golden Boy just on TV. <laughs> um, these are all shows that should not just... I'm not saying they can't be on TV. They definitely should not just be, like, on the anime network at 12 in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, alternatively, like, a lot of, like, anime that was brought over here and, like, shown on TV, it was, like edited for a more western audience mm-hmm. especially when it was like geared towards kids um, remember those donuts and pokemon <laughs> remember those remember those jelly donuts 
And remember being a kid and being like, that's that is not a, not a fucking jelly yeah, donut. Like, that's not a, I know what a jelly donut. That's not a, why is it, what? It's not a jelly donut. <laughs> that's not a donut. Like, what kind of hell donut is that? Like, don't lie to me. Just say rice ball. We're not Just stupid. say, I'll just, it'll just be a new thing. And like, oh, they eat rice yeah. balls. Okay. This, this is a fantastical world. <laughs> like, it's not, it's weird. And fork, Very oh weird. God. We'll, one day. Oh, I've been deep diving into it for, my I have too. Maybe my next YouTube video. Oh. Yeah, like um cuz I'm doing a video. I think I probably mentioned this before, like the curious case of cased clothes. Yes. Which is just like about like the dub history of like cased clothes and like kind of how it's a mess mm-hmm. and how we kind of got to that point with anime mm-hmm. and like in what I am Saban again. <laughs> <laughs> again, he's just got his hands in all the pies. Um but it started like all the way back with like Astro Boy, which was mm-hmm. like one of it was the first like mainstream anime series and like they changed all the names for that and then we just never stopped doing that ever yeah. so till very recently and so but that's a whole thing <laughs> and so like the fact that like so that has been an issue and so there are many versions of evangelion you can watch there are many movies and like everything and so they've been doing this we release some movies <laughs> it's kind of like a way to compress and condense it as like the most current true form of it because it's taking into account both endings the show has had because there are two endings yeah. for Evangelion that have happened. They are very mm-hmm. different endings. One is a <laughs> clip show while someone narrates the end of the world. <laughs> That's just, that was it. That The last episode was just clip show of the end of the world while someone narrates it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> excuse me um which as you can guess they have no idea how to bring that to western audience um Mm -hmm. and the other one is like more of a traditional ending uh save like the actual end of it it's still pretty weird you're not sure what's really happening did the world end yes um and so this is somehow going to be taking into account both of those this next this last movie I am very excited to see how the fuck that's going to happen. Um, <laughs> but these Evangelion movies, the most exciting thing, there is nowhere to stream them. Literally nowhere to watch them until now. Uh, yeah. They have always taken forever to get to a Western audience. I think the first one I waited three or four years before I could buy it. And it mm-hmm. was that one's brought over by Funimation. I think the last three were all brought over by Funimation. Um and I don't, I don't think they ever went up on Funimation's like streaming. Yeah, Funimation took a hot second to get because it's been years in between these, so yes. Funimation didn't have a streaming service at that point. Um, I remember because I saw the first one when I was in Japan. I could have bought it, and then so it had been out for a year because it was in theaters. Then I could have bought it when I was in Japan, but they only had either region like DVDs or Blu-rays in Japan are very expensive because they're not as common. Mm-hmm. So they were like double what I would have paid here. And I was like, yeah. okay, uh, no thanks. <laughs> that's that's a lot. Of, I'm I'm living here. That's a lot of my budget. I don't have a job while I'm here. Um, I'm just here. <laughs> so I had to wait. And I am so excited. The only thing is they didn't say when like I could buy it. Because like, I'm going to watch it. But like I, I have the other three. So I want to buy it. But Amazon didn't say we could buy it. Like you can watch it on the 16th. And I'm like, and I can buy it. When can I buy it? It's weird because, like, Amazon doesn't distribute physical things. Like, I, don't... I mean, they do distribute physical things, but not physical things that they have 
made right. or like licensed. Like can you can you buy Amazon movies and shows physically? I think you maybe can you can you read? Wait, okay. Time to research. Yeah, wait. I I don't know if you can buy like what's an Amazon thing? Oh, yeah, you can. You can get Paul a Blu-ray Ryan. of The Boys. The Boy, okay. All right. So, they they do distribute in the way that I think of distribution. Um, so anyway, mm-hmm. long story short, Evangelion 3.1, 3.1 plus 1.1, thrice removed. Which is funny because this is the third ending of Evangelion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How many endings does one franchise need? At least eight. At least eight. If Chuck E. Cheese has taught us anything, never die. <laughs> That's Chuck E. Cheese's new song for their summer tour. <laughs> never say die. I know that I'm just a rat. <laughs> but you gotta believe in yourself. I love you, Brenda. <laughs> I love you, too. Fourth and final yeah, what other, what other news do we have? I'm, uh, they released some Spider-Man toys and spoiled the costumes because toy companies no, no sanctity. Um, <laughs> there's something else we talked about. The, hey, everyone, remember last week when we were like, we don't write it down? <laughs> don't worry. We haven't changed that. <laughs> Nothing changes didn't, ever. <laughs> didn't fucking write anything down. Mm-mm. I feel like it was also like kind of not an eventful week. No, there's a lot movies. going on. I, I'm sorry. I went to go look at the time in between, like, North American releases for the Evangelion movies. 1.1 came out in Japan 2007, America 2009. 2.0 came out in 2009, Japan 2011 in North America. That I remember that mm-hmm. one because that was wild. They were releasing the second movie, and I was like, I still haven't seen the first movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, 3.0. Sorry, the last one's called 3.0. Released in 2012 in Japan, 2016 in America. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, and that's the one I thought took forever. Three, This uh, 3.0 plus 1.0 is the quickest turnaround because it dropped in Japan in 2001 of this year. I just said 2001. I was, I was good. I was like trying to parse. I was like, did I, did I hear, did no, I hear it that? Was me. I, that was my thing. It released in. <laughs> Japan, March 8th, 2021. And it's dropping here, like, uh, what fucking, where am I? (laughs) This month. Whoa. It's coming. It's coming. (laughs) It's on its way. Wow. Don't worry. Don't worry. God, I wish, I wish that the, the Conan movie would come out with such speed. No, never. You, you haven't, you haven't earned it. (laughs) God, I just want to see it. Well, it it was in theaters before Evangelion. The English dub is done. Yeah, I just want. I just need to see. I need to see it. <laughs> I need to know what the next movie's gonna be. <laughs> this is my madness. Is do you have any news, Brenda? <laughs> um, I don't think I do. I don't really remember this week very well. <laughs> I think I I was just relieved it wasn't raining anymore. That's all I could keep. Yeah, thinking. I think the. The rain took a lot of brain real estate in my head. Yeah, that's a word. Also, I, I, fused, brain. So I fused today's topic with the Evangelion release. The Evangelion release is August 13th, not July 16th. I was thinking of the 16th, 
because of August 16, because August 16, 1999, Rocket Power aired for the first time on Nickelodeon. Are you doing Rocket Power? Uh, I'm doing Rocket Power and a little-known studio known as Klasky Koopo. Chupo! It's Chupo. Chupo. Chupo! I spelled it wrong in my notes, that's what it is. I put, Uh, oh, a fucking (laughs) autocorrected to Koopo every motherfucker. (laughs) Every single time! Every single time I corrected to Koopo! If Austin says Klasky Koopo, it's because autocorrect says that Chupo's not a real name, and we know that's wrong. Hey, Microsoft. He's like hey. he's like a super famous dude. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's like a, that's like a very real, famous name. Real famous. Uh, so Rocket Power aired on Nickelodeon August sixteenth, nineteen ninety nine, coming in just before the nineties were done. Uh, it was it's pretty much like the nineties are about to end, and Rocket Power is everything that happened in the nineties and early two thousands <laughs> in like one show, uh, which we will yeah. wrap back around to because it was kind of a lot. Uh, Klasky Chupo uh, is known pretty much for making Nicktoons Nicktoons. Uh, they mm-hmm. delivered the first Nicktoon, Rugrats, as we've talked about mm-hmm. on the show before. Uh, they also delivered Wild Thornberries, as told by Ginger. Uh, uh, do I need to keep going? You know who they are. Um, yeah, like they have that very distinct, like, just a very distinct art style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, it's you know who they are. They've they also did work. Uh, they did a bunch of other. They were doing other stuff at the time that we'll get into. So mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna take it back. Uh, before Classic Chupa was at Nickelodeon, before they were making Rocket Power, how did they get to even make Rocket Power? Um, how how Classic Chupa was a studio started by Arlene Klasky and her husband Gabor Chupo. That's right, her husband. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they started and they did a lot of like safer stuff. So they did like logos and trailers and like designs and layout and like very like things that were like it will bring in money and it's pretty easy because you probably speak more to this point. Like when people want a logo, you you're like, what do you want? And they tell you and you make it. And if they don't like it, you're like, well, this is what you said you wanted. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. You had a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to take a deep breath and be like, okay. <laughs> They're like, this looks terrible. Yes, I, I said I, I recommended we do something else, but you said no, you wanted this, so I was like, okay, and then I took your money and I made it, and here you go. You can give me more money this is to what fix you- it, but I told you, <laughs> as per my last email. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, you know, they did easy, simpler stuff. Um, but over time, they became the you know being the most innovative and imaginative studio to work with. Uh, they worked with people Ooh. like Eddie Murphy. They worked with people uh, like Tracy Ullman on the Tracy Ullman Show, which was their big break in 1987. They were working with the Tracy Ullman Show, uh, and they were doing they were doing some shorts for the Tracy Ullman Show that were like little animated shorts that people were like really liking. Uh, mm-hmm. And they also did a, they did some other shorts, um, but this weird family. Uh, they were all yellow. Uh, the mom had this blue, really wild blue hair. Um, that sounds really far-fetched. Really far-fetched. Uh, this weird creator called Matt Groening came up with the idea. Um, they're called The Simpsons. Who's that? <laughs> Who, the <fuck> is Matt- <laughs> Who the fuck is Matt Groening? You're Nick Groening? Really? Gro- is this high school? Really? You're gonna... M- M- Matt Groen? Okay. Yaha ha. Okay. You fooled the All sub. All right. We've had a good laugh. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> the middle school, like, 
playground must have been ruthless to you. Oh, absolutely ruthless. Uh. You can see it in his eyes during every interview. He's like talking about the animation process and you can just see like a tiny tear forming as he thinks about all his his bullying trauma on the playground. Did you know that Classic YouTube did The Simpsons, Brenda? I actually did. Oh, okay. Well. I know they did like the first couple seasons. One day I'm going to get one over on Brenda, everybody. I possess a wealth of information. Yeah, one day I'm going to get you. I feel like I've gotten you before, and I don't remember it. I should have fucking wrote it down. I think you have. We need to write down. We need to write down, like, our predictions. Um, yeah, what did you think I was going to do? So, everyone, it was supposed to be Brenda's week, if you recall from last yeah. episode. And then I text I'm- Brenda. I was like, do you want to, like, sleep? And she was like, I would love to sleep. <laughs> I love sleep. I would just like to just do nothing this week. I'll let... I'll let you in on a secret, Brenda. I did when I was like, yeah. I have something ready. I super didn't. I 100% did not. <laughs> I was, I was, I almost text you like I made a mistake, but it's okay. You got to sleep. We, we could have done a mailbag. No, that's what mailbag right. is Here for. They did the first 48 shorts for The Simpsons. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then they worked. Yeah, they worked on the show um, for the first three seasons. Um, yeah. That's like when everyone always like throws around like that one clip of The Simpsons where the animation's like fluid and weird, and people are just like, "What is this?" Yeah, when that it was, was classic Chupo. Yeah, <laughs> like the first three the seasons, of- I was like, "When it was not insufferable." Wow, wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they. Oh, season one is insufferable. I've never. I maybe I've never seen season one. Lots of season one stuff with Fox is pretty insufferable. Um, yeah, like Bob's Burgers is insufferable. The first season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is so they worked on Simpsons. They won some Emmys uh, for outstanding animated programming that they shared with Gracie Films, which was like the Fox network thing they were working with. Uh, mm-hmm. So their cred for the '80s and '90s is like extremely high. They worked with Eddie Murphy. They worked with the Beastie Boys. They worked on the Tracy Ullman show earlier. They made The Simpsons, which is like fucking Simpsons. It still exists. It gets approved <laughs> for like ten seasons ahead of time. Which is, Simpsons will never will end. never be free. Um, Homer is a 90s kid. <laughs> that is just like the wildest shit to me is that Homer is a 90s kid now. Like, gotta, as if we didn't see They gotta keep Bart. Asian in the back. Mm, it's so frustrating. <laughs> like every, like it's, hey, it's like comic books. Peter Parker will be, they, they like let Peter Parker become a 30 something like recently. Yeah, very recent. Like he like get, gets like a decade older. So like every every forty years, Peter Parker will every age. Forty years. <laughs> well, that's like how like when Conan began, like no one had he had to like use like the payphone all the time, <laughs> and he had like that, a pager. That, that will I'll be like watching with Brenda, and I'm like, wait, they have cell phones now, and it's like yeah, and I'm like, but now the doctor's <laughs> car is like actually eighty years old. It doesn't work anymore. Yeah. He he can't He's have that every- car. He like he legal he he literally cannot have this car. It's no longer a joke that it's this, old. It is now an antique. It is too old to be on the road, especially because <laughs> in Japan they have to do like car inspections yeah, this car, every this so car often. Is literally illegal. <laughs> it's a legal car, like, and supposedly in Conan, like it's been like a couple months. Yeah, I, I can't. I like twenty five. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> at this at this rate. Let him age as a normal human man <laughs> again a second <laughs> time. Okay, so what would happen? Sorry, everybody. One yeah. second, we'll get back to classic Chupo. What would happen if Conan just like aged like normally? There, I have two. I have 
two theories. One, he can no longer age normally. Yes. Or two, if he aged normally and then was cured, he would die. Oh, he would just, like, he, he finds the cure when he's, like, 80 <laughs> and he just, like, dies. <laughs> like, what What are his options? <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, a, like a original video anime where he, like, has a nightmare that he, like, he's 17 again, but he, like, everyone else he knew was, like, 28. Right. And he's just, a, like, right, right. Is, it, is it, like, so he was aged down. So, in theory, if he's cured, his body reverts back to when he got, like poisoned or whatever when his bones were, were melted or whatever fucking anime <laughs> science bullshit they pulled like if they revert back to like quote-unquote normal he's still gonna be behind yeah would he go back to being 17 or would he go there's no there's there's no other explanation if they keep magic out of it if they keep magic out of it the only explanation in this very poorly constructed sci-fi story is he goes back to being 17 <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think about that because I was just like, oh, yeah, well, if he, like, gets secure, he'll just, like, be, like, the same age as... No, he can't. But he wouldn't. No. So, like, if Ron, like, if he gets the cure when Ron is 28, Shinichi's still 70. So, he's, like... They're living if in he sin. Ages, <laughs> if he ages up and he's 17 and then he takes the cure and he's like, I'm going to be 28. And then, surprise, you're still just 17. <laughs> he, like, still. He's, he's actually, he's now actually 19 and he takes the cure and he decreases in age. <laughs> Sweats. <laughs> He's like, well, this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, because the other thing, right, is like, as boy, I want to see pictures of Sunichi as a kid, because as boy, his bone structure is different. Like, his face is different. Oh, yeah. There's episodes with, like, little baby, like, actual child Shinichi, and, like, him and Conan look just very slightly different. Yeah, I want... <laughs> but he takes to cure... And Ron's like, okay, you may have been a little bit cuter as 19-year-old Conan. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, we can still date. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I derailed. Classy Chupo made Fox. Classy Chupo just, like, comes in and is like, oh, are you, like, fucking garbage? Don't worry, we'll fix it. Because um, at the time, Fox has, like, ship programming. Uh, Fox, because Fox was, uh, hey, at one point Fox was new, so really, yeah. So like, you had like ABC, CBS, and NBC are like around, and they ABC, CBS, and NBC are like in the press saying Fox is like doing nothing but taking people's time away from good programming. Mm -hmm. That Fox is like ruining like public broadcasting because like these companies are public broadcasting, so they are like you don't need cable. They get to subsidize a little bit, like they are like. The, like, public is investing in them, and Fox is making the rest of them look bad because they got garbage programming, and the only shows that people were enjoying were, like, the Trace Yeoman show. And the Trace Yeoman show, people's favorite part was the animated part. Yeah. So then along comes The Simpsons, and it becomes, like, this huge blow up for Fox, gets them a bunch of credibility, more investors, and Class Chupo's right there, baby. They're, you're like, you're welcome. Right there. You're welcome, Fox. You're welcome. <laughs> You wouldn't be anything without us. And how does Fox repay them, you may ask? How? They tell them to get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> You're too expensive. Fox wanted to bring in their own producers for the show. Um, <sighs> they didn't agree with the way Class Kuchupo ran their studios, which is, like, very freeform. This is, like, a running theme. Like, Class Kuchupo 
like, Eileen and Gabor will, like, have ideas, and they'll pursue them, as we'll see later, with shows they do for Nick. Mm -hmm. But, like, people who work for them, they are, like, very freeform in, like, how they let people work, how they let people animate, how they let people create. Um, Mm -hmm. Which is why people like them, which is why they make such great work, that's how they're so innovative, because they let artists just, like, be artists. Yeah. So you get very weird stuff, because (laughs) if you let an artist just, like, do whatever... You're not going to get, like, something people will think of and think that they'd want, but it rings true with someone, you know, and so people keep going to them. Fox is becoming this big, like, media powerhouse, and they can't, like, just have you fucking doing whatever. Um, Exactly. So they go, they come to Gabor, uh, who is, like, kind of the lead for Simpson stuff between him and Arlene, like, he's overseeing that team, and they're like, hey... Uh, we have some of our own people we were hoping we could send down to your studio. Like, like oversee your stuff, you know, like, work together. And Gabor is like, ha! Bitch, you thought. Uh, Gabor Coop... Whoa! Gabor Shupo, uh, had this to say. Uh, we were... Fox was miffed because I refused to comply with their demands for changes in the studio's operations. They wanted to try and come and tell me how to run my own business. Uh, some other sources reported that Gracie Films and Fox were unhappy with how Gabor was running his team, which is kind of what he said as well. Mm-hmm. And with mm-hmm. who he had on the Simpsons project, like they want, like, again, they wanted it to be different. They wanted it like Simpsons gets starkly more and more like boring as years go on. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, just more, and more predictable, more boring, not interesting, not artistic. Like the Simpsons was a breakout because like, other cartoons were either like still for kids and to sell toys mm-hmm. or very bland. And The Simpsons was like weird. It's like they're fucking yellow and like they move weird. The show's weird. It has, mm-hmm. it's, it's a weird show. It needs to be weird. It needs to look weird. <laughs> Matt Groening yeah, like, is a weird fucking guy. <laughs> very weird. Like it's hard. Sorry, there's a weird noise. It's hard to remember, like, how weird The Simpsons was and how, like, you know, like, adult animated shows didn't really exist at that Mm-mm. point. Um, like, so now we have just, like, tons and tons of, like, adult animated stuff. It's like a whole but, like, genre now. Yeah, it's a whole, it's its whole genre. There's a whole block on Cartoon Network just dedicated to it, you know? Um, but The Simpsons kind of, like, came along in a time when, like, that wasn't done. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just, like, a... an a dysfunctional sitcom mm. with animated characters. It was a dysfunctional sitcom that involved that utilized animation to do just absolutely wild, crazy yeah. stuff that just a live action show could not yeah. do. You just couldn't do it. And the budget would be too high. So they were, they were taken off the project. Um, supposedly, and this is, this is my favorite thing. Fox said they would be able to get better working conditions and better wages by going to film Roman, who is, who would do The Simpsons from when Classic Chupo stopped until, like, 2016, I think. Jeez. Um, Classic Chupo had to lay off 75 of their 110 animators because of losing The Simpsons Project. Ugh. So, and I could not find anything. I looked, because I'm like, is Classic Chupo secretly terrible? I looked, I couldn't find anyone that has, like, publicly come out or any other source that cited, like, bad wages or bad working environment from Classic Chupo. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't find like high praises. It's not like I found the opposite that everyone was like, "This is amazing," but I didn't find anyone that was like, "Yeah, like they are." Like I got paid. Like animators aren't paid well. 
like period. No. I couldn't find anyone citing that they were paid under average from Klasky Chupo work. Mm-hmm. Um, and to cite like you want better wages and working conditions and your actions lead to 75 people needing to be laid off because they can't pay them. And no, <laughs> I couldn't find anything that they offered those people jobs if they went to film Roman or like that they'd pay out their contracts or anything like that. Yeah, it's real shitty. It's pretty bad. And we've talked about it before. When you get a gig as like an animator on a big thing, you like clear your schedule. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, so you just don't have any, you turn down projects that were starting. You just don't have anything. You've, you've lost. Yeah. You've missed your chance. Um, and there's no getting it. Yeah, back. that's, it's, it's very easy, especially to get lost in the weeds of like execs disagreeing with like studio heads. That happens a lot. And the studio head like is making a stand because their, their name is on it. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't think people realize, like, that one of those 75 animators is, like, a student or, like, someone who just got started or someone like, this is my big break. Yeah. And for Fox to be like, basically, we need this to be less weird. Um, Someone's life got ruined, right? Like, I, I can't, I couldn't find that story, but there's no doubt in my mind. One of those 75 people is, like, now working at a desk job because they're like, I need to make yeah. money. And so I went into, like stock bonds and that's what i do yeah and like this was also a time when like a lot of like there weren't a lot of animation no. studios in the united states they, at all they like was, the, I think- <laughs> they were not the, people this is we are just getting to 1991 nicktoons is just about yeah. to start they were not cartoons <laughs> there no like so there's cartoon network's not really what was cartoon network cartoon network was 92 i think yeah they were so they're anyway. not they're like thinking about it yeah, Cartoon Network didn't have their own programming. Nicktoons didn't exist. Um, other studios like Hanna-Barbera is like winding down a lot of mm-hmm. their production. They're not nearly as prolific as they used to be. So they have like a lot less employees. D- Disney Filmation, has not I had think. the rena- renaissance yeah. yet. <laughs> DuckTales is out, but we're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> things are still bad at Disney like, now. <laughs> are, Disney ain't got no money right now. <laughs> No money. We're getting close to money, but not money yet. So it's like, if you went into animation, it's a time when, like, going in, like, people may have started animation school, and lots of cool stuff were happening towards the end of the 80s, and in 1990 hit, and they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> oh, The Simpsons needs people? Oh, okay. All right. People like that show? Okay. All right. Yeah, we're gonna, we're actually closing Class Chupo's section of Simpsons. <laughs> fuck! Damn it! Don't worry, <laughs> Classy Chupa will it's okay. will recuperate because it's 1991, and they're like, you know what? Fuck Simpsons. We have our own. We're gonna make our own show, but now Blackjack and Hookers <laughs> <laughs> with babies and bottles. We're gonna make our own <laughs> babies. <and> bo- <laughs> uh, they go to Nick. Nick is like, we're trying to do this cartoon thing. Classy Chupa was like, we got a really weird fucking idea because we've been home for kids since we got fired from The Simpsons. <laughs> How about babies? Yes, they. Arlene was like watching her son's play. Um, it was I think her one son. She said it was like four, and then their other son was like twelve months or fourteen months. Um, and she was like, she went maternity leave. They got fired from The Simpsons, and she's like, I'll just stay home. Like she, she, she didn't say it, but uh, the in her voice during that interview, she she sure wasn't happy. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. And, like, just, like, staying home with her kids, she just was kind of, like, watching her kids, like, tr- like to, as far as she could tell, communicate. And she was like, what if, like, 
babies like the whole idea of regrets is like what if babies could talk what adventures would they get into like if they could like what if babies are communicating in a way we can't understand mm-hmm. and that is the start of clash kuchipo's biggest success to date 1991 to like 2007 is like fucking payday for them Woo! um they create Rugrats, and then go on to create Iron Monsters, and then the Wild Thornberries, and then Rockabra, and then <laughs> they just like banger, 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 banger. They mm-hmm. they create the entire vibe for Nicktoons. Yeah. If Classy Troopa doesn't go over and make the weirdest fucking gross animation show, Rugrats, we don't get SpongeBob. We don't get Sponge. We don't get that good spongy no. boy. We don't get Avatar. No. Like no, absolutely not. There's no way. <laughs> Nickelodeon because like because that becomes Nickelodeon becomes known for like taking risk with animation. They like mm-hmm. we as I talked about Nick Tunes episode. Nick one they're like we have to be different. Yeah, like we can't be like clean. We can't be we like need to be different. And Classy Troopo is like they are the different. They are like the studio known for like you want shit weird and they can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rugrats is like a breakout hit. Like mainstream quote unquote like known people like like Steven Spielberg talks about how much he loves watching Rugrats. <laughs> Steven, I, I Steven, Steven Spielberg, Spielberg. I don't know what else to say. He's a, he's a weird dude. He's a weird dude. People, but people seem to respect his opinion. <laughs> and, that's, and that's what nineteen ninety like three Steven Spielberg opinion is like. We can do whatever we want now. <laughs> yeah, this is like this is like fresh off of Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like, which did <laughs> did Steven Spielberg do Jurassic yes, Park? You're right. <laughs> oh thank god <laughs> that's why there's the whole animaniacs bit with jurassic park because he mm. he can do it because it's him he can just say like jurassic park is in this now and everyone has to be like okay yeah, yeah all right sure okay oh okay, um, yeah okay okay Rugrats <laughs> goes on to be viewed in 76 countries wow guess how many people are watching Rugrats a week Ooh, a million 26 million viewers per week <sighs> holy shit <laughs> wow <laughs> um this leads to Class Key Chupo getting invited for other projects. They made shows for USA, CBS, and NBC. Um, <laughs> Duckman. Duckman. Ooh. <laughs> 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 the show for CBS was like some mosquito show? I was like, I like Googled them just to like see like a list of what they've done. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Santo Bogito. Yeah. I've never heard I of this. I have never heard <laughs> of it before doing this. I. It's, you can tell it's Class Kichupo. It's weird. It doesn't look appeasing. <laughs> it's probably good. It's probably, there's probably a reason we've never uh, heard of it before. Yeah, they they did some weird stuff, but that's that's what they do. Um, they would go on to release Nickelodeon's highest grossing film until 2011, the Rugrats movie. Rugrats movie. I didn't realize the, the, the Spectrum movie didn't beat it. It was Rango. <laughs> Rango? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, imagine that, right? You're like, you're Klasky, you're Arlene Klasky, right? Your kids are now like in their teens and they want to, they're like, <laughs> you go and see Rango and then it comes out like Rango becomes Nick's highest grossing movie and you're like, really? <laughs> you're like, well, Spongebob was pretty good. Really? Really? You, you, do you Rango. think she like texts uh, the Spongebob team, right? Because she's got, they got to just have her number. You think she texts like, Rango? And they're all like, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> no. Spongebob movie is objectively the better yes. film. <laughs> it is, without a doubt. And without a doubt, the one Nick puts in your face more, but they got that Rango money. 
They got their Rango. They're like, we put Johnny Depp in a movie during the height of Johnny Depp, and we fuck, we fucking called it. We're like, people will go see it, and it'll be too late. They already paid for the movie. Do we have appealing character designs? No. <laughs> Do we have a story? Absolutely not. <laughs> Do we have Don- Johnny Depp in a motion capture suit? Yes. <laughs> it's. Oh my god. Um, yeah, Rug- the Rugrats movie is. Uh, the the thing that's important that you want to remember when we get to Rocket Power, mm-hmm. Rugrats and and Wild Thornberries to a lesser but still some extent are both like breakout hits that become mainstream. They make mm-hmm. it to theatrical releases that every that, like a lot of people will go and see. At the time, like even if you were talking to your cool older cousin who doesn't watch cartoons, they knew Rugrats. They knew the Wild Thornberries. Yeah. They, like, know these shows. They know all real monsters because they're different. They're weird. It's mm-hmm. not, like, you're not watching, like, what's something that was, like, quote-unquote normal. Like, you're not watching something from Disney. You're not watching a yeah, Cartoon so you- Network show. Bonkers. Like- <laughs> Any chance I get to dunk on bonkers, I will. Man, Disney made bonkers, y'all. Ah, oh, that's bonkers. Disney made bonkers and now they own the world. How? How? You think bonkers came out and they're like, well, this is it. This has got this has gotta be it, right? And then they got the this Batman the animated series guy to make gargoyles. Like, oh, okay. I don't know what made him say yes, then, but okay. <laughs> Alright. And then they got um then they got uh they'd made the duck ta- the not the ducktails, the uh Mighty, Mighty Ducks, Ducks. Mm-hmm. cartoon, and then they were like, Well, this is it, this is the end. And then they what came after Mighty Ducks? I think that was that was the end of the animation domination block, wasn't it? Yeah, they were like, we're done with animation. Yeah, they were like, now. well, we've <laughs> we've successfully killed animation a second time. <laughs> what what should we do? Yeah, next? that's <laughs> um live action shows. How about we get that uh, that Shia LaBeouf and put him in a live action uh, comedy yep. show? Sold. And then they kill live action comedy shows. Like, all right, let's go back to animation. Let's see what that's got popping up. <laughs> An endless an cycle endless that will cycle. repeat until the, the end of our the days. The sun will eat itself before <laughs> Disney stops this endless cycle. I'm like, oh, we've now killed one medium. Let's go back to the other one. Let's see what they're doing. Fuck with them a little bit. It's a capitalistic Ouroboros. <laughs> it's just Mickey Mouse eating his own tail. Own tail? <laughs> it's 11. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, because they just started making, they're like, we'll just make live action movies. That would allow, and they were pretty good on Disney Channel until they weren't. Until they weren't. And then, and then, and then, they were like, and then well, you were like, well, because that, for that po- moment, live action TV movies, people were like, they can be good. And until they weren't. And Disney was like, well, we've now ruined that. So let's go back to what we were doing before. What were we doing before? Animation. Yeah, okay. All right. Sure. Let's, tr- let's try leaning into some action cartoons. <laughs> Cancelled after one season. Every single one. Let's cancel every single one after one season. What if we streamed Twitch on our cable channel? Yeah, what was that, what was that about? <laughs> that just the entirety of Disney XD is so baffling to me. They're like, like yeah, we're gonna have the video game awards on Disney. And I'm like, what's what's happening? How do you show the video game awards on Disney when half the games are rated M for mature? <laughs> like, please make it make sense to me. Yeah, we're gonna Thank air you. the Smash Brothers tournament on Disney. How did you possibly get this? Li- who do who did you talk to? Who we have YouTube? Why do we need to watch Smash Brothers on the Disney channel? I don't know channel. what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
Fuck. What a baffling moment in history. Yeah, God. I don't, I like, they're gonna ruin Twitch next time. Oh, they're, they're gonna. It's coming. It's coming. They're gonna release some of the, they're gonna like, you know what? That iCarly reboot's from pretty good. Let's go back to live action. We have a live action show that's basically iCarly, but the whole family can enjoy, you know, because they swear on iCarly. We don't swear. Do yeah. They? There's no cusses No cuss. We let, let no Nikki cuss. say fuck. <laughs> fuck. Let Goofy Wait, say let fuck. Again. <laughs> oh, you'll go fuck. <laughs> and I know for a fact Donald's saying fuck. I, you just can't understand it. I know for a fact he said fuck. I know, I know oh, somewhere constantly. out there that Donald had said, like, if you slow down old Donald, because like now you can kind of understand him, right? Mm-hmm. I know somewhere out there when you just couldn't at all, when it was just noise, if you slow it down, someone in there is saying fuck. You know, uh, Walt Disney was drawing, like, crude images of all his characters. <laughs> you just know. Goofy fucks! <laughs> and I know somewhere Walt drew it. <laughs> and I'm not saying- I'm thinking about that <laughs> that goofy short where, like, he answers the door for the milkman and the milkman just kisses him. <laughs> Lives rent-free in my head. <laughs> I'm not saying I want to see it, but I'm saying the world deserves to know. The world deserves to know. Who did Goofy fuck? Who is who's Bax's mom? He's, he's fucked at least once. Who is she? Who is and she? In theory, she looks just like Goofy. Because <laughs> that—that is how pundit squares work. Okay, she can't look. She yes. can't be like. It's not like the librarian from Goofy because like, their kid will look different. Yeah, it's gonna look if like they a are dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Where wow. am I? It's 19... Klasky Chupo. It's the Millennium's ending, 1999. Nick is about to do some... As they got some stuff to release. They're gonna. There's a certain spongy boy that comes out in 1999. And the most radical tweens and teens to walk the planet. Rocket Power! Uh, per, I found an old archive post, post. Rocket Power was codenamed Rocket Beach for a while. Rocket Beach, because um, it takes place on a it takes beach. Place on the beach. Uh, also, apparently, Nick's 1999 animation budget is quoted uh, by Senior Vice President of Production Kevin K as being tens of millions of dollars. <sighs> I I don't I could not find any facts or figures to back that up, or if he was just like fucking saying stuff because it was an archive post from an old business website when he was talking to investors. So I don't know mm-hmm. if he's just talking out his butt. Um. The fact I could find this and unarchive the post was incredible, but I would I would love to know who got those tens of millions of dollars because animators are not paid that much money. <laughs> <laughs> All the CEOs. It, got it. it must have been in like ads because Rocket Power ads were like up the wazoo because it's coming from Classic mm-hmm. Chupo. and they're like, like, well, this is gonna be another banger. Rocket Rocket Power is pretty good. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Um, Sarley was once again inspired by her two sons. She is on vacation. They're going down to Venice Beach a lot because they live in LA. And all the, it's it's 1998, and every single kid has a skateboard. Every kid I had a skateboard didn't know how to use it. I had one. Every kid I didn't every, have one. Oh, I had rollerblades. Okay, so all right, I had a roller. I had rollerblades, a skateboard, and a scooter because I like to try very hard to be cool. <laughs> I only knew how to use two of them, and it, it was not the skateboards. Skateboards were scary, because you couldn't... There was no way... It was like, the rollerblades had the stoppers. Yeah. And the scooters had the brake. And a skateboard was just like, die. Skateboards are lawless. Like, how like, do you stop? <laughs> you don't. What are when you I watch, about? like, people dance on skateboards, I'm just like, what the hell? Are you okay? 
See, like, I feel like the problem is, so, because, like, in Rocket Power, they're, like, they start around, like, 11 to 12, and when they end, like, Reggie's supposed to be, like, 16. They don't draw them different. But when they, like, they, they have birthdays through the show, and so when they end, they're all, like, between, like, 14 to 16. And I think the problem <laughs> is I didn't start trying early enough. And you might be thinking, like, 1999, you've talked about your birth. you turned 30 this year, Austin. You were, like, under 10. Not early enough. I, Not early I enough. I was doing martial arts, and so I knew you could get hurt because I've been kicked in the face. <laughs> you knew what pain I was. I knew what pain. Maybe it's because I found out what pain was too early because I did martial arts, and I've been, like, punched in the chest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, people can get hurt. And maybe it's just that I knew that too young. Because I was mm-hmm. like, I knew you could. I'm like. I could be on this thing and fall and feel pain and I'd rather not. That was pretty much me because I like fell a lot mm-hmm. just on my own two leggies. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't, I can't, <laughs> I'll die. I, like, add wheels to that. <laughs> <laughs> adding wheels to it seems stupid and bad. It was like when I, I had a bike and like the second my parents were like, okay, time to take off the training wheels. I was like, why? <laughs> why can't I just have these forever? And they were like, you have to learn how to do it with two wheels. And I was just like, then I simply will not ride a bike ever you know, again. I have, a, I have an important question. Child Brenda brings up a good point. Why do we take the training wheels off? Why do we have to? You don't have to. Why you do could, we have to? They don't slow you down. No, it's just like, it's a little safety measure. You can ride your bike with, you know, without even using them because they're kind of off to the side just as like a safety thing. Yeah. Like, why do we need to take them off? Why do we need don't. to make kids? You have no reason yeah. to. I mean, I guess it's like to build a sense of balance, but like. That's what walking's does for. It... Yeah, honestly. You don't, like, I don't need to just... balance in the bike. I don't. Wait. Wait, yeah. wait a fucking. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hold up. Pause this rocket power bullshit. Why? Why do we take them off? To torture yeah, children. What, what, is, what is that about? That's like saying you had to put the bumpers up to play bowling. You don't. You don't. There's you some, can have fun with the bumpers there, on. There are some regulations if you are in a tournament, and I can understand that, right? I only bowl at birthday parties. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying I, to be my... Listen, my dad, really good bowler. He got like four 300s. That's, that's not me. That's... Like, I just... I'm here to have a good time, you know? I'm the most chaotic bowler. <laughs> I like just... I just throw the ball. Right. You're just here to hang but out. But I get good... I get good scores. It's just the thing. You're just here to hang out, though. You're like, what? I can mm-hmm. put the bumpers up. Who cares? We're at, co- we're at Cosmic Bowling. Come on. It's Come on. We're just having fun and bowling. That's like, uh, why do I need the training wheels off? Well, to get better. L- listen, listen. I'm not trying to be the why do I need? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> yeah. trying to get to a destination without using a car. A little bit of car. Exactly. I don't, I, don't need, car. I don't need the training wheels off to do that. Anyway, I just say we should normalize training wheels on bikes as adults. Like, yeah, what's the, what's there's... There's no Who reason did, we can't Someone did, did that, right? It was probably some mean dad in the 50s. Right, because it's like bras. Like, someone did that to people. Yeah. Quote, unquote, training bras. What the hell is that? What is that? Yeah, what is that about? <laughs> Where it's like, I don't have boobs yet, but I need to get used to the feeling of having something on now? What? One day you're going to have is- these things called boobs, and they're going to be the worst thing placed on your body. What? Yeah, your back's going to hurt. Uh, strange men are gonna start talking to you laying on your stomach (laughs) good luck with that (laughs) so here's this training bra so you can think about that every single day that soon your life will be irrevocably different and here's a book about your period what wait wait, it's a book about your period this is fake right no this this is gonna happen to you good luck what (laughs) (laughs) 
Like what? what? That's a real thing that happened to me. Yeah. What? What is? What's that about? Right? Yeah. Like someone's just like, you're gonna bleed every month, and it's gonna really suck. And me being like, <laughs> you're punking me, right? <laughs> why, why will this be happening to me? Oh, do I get time off work when this is happening? No, no. You're expected to do the same amount of work, even though you're bleeding profusely and you feel like you're dying. It's wild. It's wild, Joe. Wow. What? <laughs> Secret history, nerd mysteries, menstruation special. <laughs> Now let me tell you about... <laughs> uh, Rocket Power never makes a menstruation joke about Reggie, even though she goes through puberty, so that's nice. That's good. Um, so the thing that's interesting about this topic, and the th- reason I'm fine with these tangents, there's little to nothing known about Rocket Power's production. <gasps> oh. Like, to, like, if you go to the wiki right now, Brenda, there isn't a production mm-hmm. tab, because there's not enough to fill it. There's a production tab for it. Every other Nicktoon, yes. pretty much. Every, every, but not Rocket Power. You could go to the other projects. Wild Thorn, the one Wild Thornberries, and then As Told by Ginger, the ones in between it have produ- like you. We there's little to nothing known about it. I watched like three different videos that are about like the rise and fall of Rocket Power, and their production section is like we don't know a lot. Here's all the rumors. Mm-hmm. So the biggest prevailing like theory that follows like other shows where we find this out about them later is that that Rocket Power had a lot of top-down executive decisions made about it, rather than something organically, which is more of Class Kichupo's, like, thing. So Arlene had this idea, after hanging out for sons. They pitch Rocket Power, at some point, because we don't know Pilot or anything like that, at some point they pitch it, it gets accepted, it airs in 1999. The prevailing theory is that, like, there's not a lot of back-and-forth production because top-down execs, either at Nick or at Class Kichupo, so presumably Arlene, because this was mostly her idea, were, like, telling <laughs> the team, like, what they were going to do. Ah. Th- that's, that that's like, the best I've got, because people seem to agree on that. There's no sources, it's just, like, people that are in the industry say that could be why there's not a lot of production notes and a lot of production stories and a lot about the production, because people on it were, like, not in it, they were just, like, doing what they were told. Mm-hmm. Um, and other shows, people cited, like, other projects that I should have written down but didn't that were like, yeah, when, like, this show happened, that's how it was, and we found out later from interviews, and that's why there's no notes. Um, so that's the most I've got on production of Rocket Power. Um, the biggest selling point of Rocket Power is that it was authentically extreme sports show. Yeah. I I mean, down to, like, talking about the rules of games. Even if it was a game the kids made up in the show based off of a sport. I mean, they rollerbladed, they skateboarded, they surfed, they played mm-hmm. feet, they played street hockey, they went to New Zealand and did a bunch of New Zealand sports that were, like, real New Zealand Ooh, sports. That's uh, cool. At one point, Otto and Reggie, like, downhill longboard race, which is, like, a big New Zealand thing, because there's so many, like, mountains and hills, mm-hmm. where you, like, stra- you, like, if you've never seen it, you, like, strap into this, like, sp- like, Specially designed, like, longboard that can go down mountains. Oh, my God. Like, you, like, buckle <laughs> your feet in. You put on, like, like you put on stuff for your wrists, your hands, your head. There's, like, a safety, like, suit you wear as if you're going to go motorcycling because you're going <laughs> fast. Their show doesn't make it look fast. You're yeah. going, like, I've seen people that will wear, like, spark gloves and take videos because they're going, like, 90 miles an hour. And their, their gloves will spark. <laughs> Oh, God. Like, because you're going, like, just straight down a mountain that people yeah. make these trails for, and 
you don't you you stop when you get to the bottom <laughs> like that like you're you're going now don't go off the edge oh my god uh and so these kids are doing all this stuff and it's super cool and it's really like kinetic and it's it's ve- it has a classy chupo like weird feel mm-hmm. you know like all the people are like very stylized the backgrounds are almost like painted stylized no one looks the same all the class Chupa works. The one thing it's missing, and I think this attributes to the fall, the people, their personalities are static. Yeah. Um, the biggest one you can see is Otto. Otto sucks. <laughs> he just sucks. And Otto never stops sucking until the finale. <laughs> In the last four minutes of the finale, Otto grows a soul and a heart out of nowhere, and it's completely unbelievable. Otto has left his friends in a storm. Otto has, like, lied to his dad and left the store unattended. Otto has, like, told Reggie to go fuck herself, like, numerous times. Like, Otto's thing is, like, I'm going to go do the thing I want to do, because I am God's gift to the world, and then I will fix it later. And it always works out, and that's why Otto sucks. Yeah, Otto never learns, like, any responsibility or anything, like... Otto gets arrested and, like, doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Jeez, Otto. He just sucks. He He's just an 11-year-old that sucks. Like, Ray has got a fucking... I don't know, man. Maybe you gotta send Otto to Bodring. I don't know what you gotta fucking do with Otto. You gotta do something, because Otto sucks. <laughs> Something's gotta be done about Otto. <laughs> you gotta fucking... I, it's always summer, so it's not school. He just sucks. Yeah. Uh, it's like he he just runs around and does sport. And like it feels like the it was the emphasis was put on the sports as opposed to like the characters. Yes. Mistake. The, the production around the theme is very heavy, right? Mm-hmm. Like I say Rocket Power, and you can probably think of the song and you can think of the vibe and you can think of like the art style and you can think of like sports, right? But Yeah. You rarely think of the characters. Yeah. You're not like, oh, yeah, it had, like, so-and-so. It's like, yeah, I remember the episode where they did X-Sport. Like, yeah. Tony Hawk was there that one time. Uh, <gasps> Tony Hawk! You think of, like, how stylized it was. Like, they had, like, lingo. And, like, it was. It mm-hmm. felt, you're like, yeah, this feels like, especially, like, being fucking, like, <laughs> Midwesterners. Like, yeah, this feels like out west, right? <laughs> this... <laughs> This, yeah, right? This is, this is California. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's California yeah. stuff. They're like, yeah, dude. <laughs> Come they on, say, bro. Dude, <laughs> wave is here? Yeah, that's... The sun? The biggest, the biggest life from Rocket Power that I, like, took me into my adulthood to realize, that's not how Big Wave... No, Big Wave, no. That's not how, that's not how surf. That's not how wave surf. That's not, that is not how people do that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, didn't Lilo and Stitch had the same line. I'm like, wait, no, that's not how. That's not like, that's, yeah. that is to scale, because those adults are like, between like five, like in theory, they're between like five, four, and like six feet, because every cartoon character is giant. Like, that's not to scale mm-hmm. at all. That wave is not that tall. <laughs> that wave is, no. that wave is 12 yeah. feet tall. It is over their heads. Yeah. <laughs> you would, you, you are, they, there would not be people on the beach if waves were that tall. <laughs> there would be red flags everywhere. They're like, don't go out there. You could die. <laughs> They'd be like, it's danger. We get like, <laughs> four, you get like five foot waves and they're like, I don't know about that, bro. 
I, I <laughs> That's wouldn't. too much for me. <laughs> I, I wouldn't recommend it. Like, I remember... I remember, like, a real-life news report, and they're, like, eight-foot waves or something they were talking about, and it was, like, a hurricane. And I'm like, oh, okay, so, like, waves don't go... Okay. <laughs> waves aren't this big. Okay, got it. Um, got it. But, yeah, so the ch- the show, like... I don't know, people are, like, very unchanging and different. So, like, the unlikable character stayed unlikable. Like, Otto sucked, and he just mm-hmm. always sucked. Twister's older brother sucked, and he just always sucked. Like, they never, like, no one ever gets better. And so you're, like, people like Reggie, who are sensible, are always likable, but she's always the same. Yeah. Oh, you sleepy? A little bit Taking sleepy. A nap I'm nap? trying not to be. I would like to take a nap nap. All right, but... good night, everybody. <laughs> good night. <laughs> um... The other issue Rocket Power had is, and I know you're like, we don't talk about issues a lot. The other thing Rocket Power had going on is it never really broke into the mainstream. No. Like I talked, like Rocket Power had some TV specials. It was never pulling in numbers to do like a theatrical release. Like Nick never believed in it that Mm-mm. much. Just no. Like go ahead. Who who got theatrical movies? Rugrats, SpongeBob, SpongeBob Thornberries, Thornberries. I think Thornberries was the nail in the coffin because Thornberries didn't do as no, well. No, it did not. It's an okay movie. I, I think it's okay. I think I I it's enjoy fine. it, but yeah, it's it's enjoyable. And I think the thing is like Rugrats was like such a Rugrat, and I think is like, and I feel like this is what it is. Nick has been trying to recreate recreate the Rugrats phenomena forever. Yeah, and like they've got SpongeBob and they've got their talons in that spongy yeah, they boy. Will never they never let it not- go. They will never let the sponge rest. <laughs> they, he will never be free. Um, and I feel like the thing is, like, Spongebob, the thing is, is like, it's theirs. Rugrats is classy yeah. chupos that they, like, worked with. They, like, sold. They, like, it is their IP. And Nick mm-hmm. has the right to distribute it how they want to make money. But they can't make mm-hmm. stuff. Spongebob is theirs. They own that spongy boy's ass. Much, I'm sure, to the dismay of Steven Hildenberg's friends and family, they can do whatever they want with SpongeBob. Because SpongeBob mm-hmm. is a Nick Studios property. Yeah, it's like people keep wanting like a Fairly Odd Parents like reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, can't. Nope. And Bush Hartman. Bush Hartman. And they are clearly not trying to give him and other people money. I mean, Bush Hartman is very valid. Yeah. <laughs> uh,. I think no, that super, one's the right call. Super valid. I, I also meant the live action dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yes. 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 Um, super valid for which, I mean, like, they put Fairly Out Parents, Brenda. It is all just up on YouTube. <laughs> they were like, oh, is it, where, where can I stream it? Just watch it for free on YouTube. Please don't click on it on Hulu. <laughs> it was very surreal that I was at Box Lunch yesterday and there was like a whole Danny Phantom end cap. Mm-hmm. I was oh. like, what the hell is What's this? Going on? <laughs> yeah, there was like, there was, like, a mug and, like, four t-shirts they don't, like, and, like, they, Nick socks. Nick doesn't put that stuff out because they don't want to give him any money. <laughs> They've never merchandised Danny Phantom before. And I'm like, what's happening? Maybe they were going <laughs> to, you know what? I bet there's some kind of thing in the contract of, like, licensing that they're going to lose the rights and then he could do something with it. Yeah, they're like, we can't let you like, have whoa, this whoa, you can't have it either. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> no one gets Danny Phantom. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Danny. We will. One, one day, Brenda and I will find a way to free you. <laughs> We'll free you and we'll make a reboot. And it's going to be really good. We will just be wait, you're like, just wait. Nick, just give us a contract. We will find we will find some kind of bullshit clause. We'll make a graphic novel. We'll hire Kara on art. <laughs> we'll make a <laughs> like, no, this is the Danny Phantom graphic novel version of the. So like 
your Danny Phantom cartoon is still yours. We made this graphic novel version per the contractual agreement, and this is our Danny Phantom. Yeah, so see, our version of Danny Phantom in in yours, Butch, in Butch, in your version of Danny Phantom, his friends are named Sam and Tucker, <laughs> but we've got Tucker and Sam. <laughs> you see, it's, so. it's different. It's different. And Sam is a boy and Tucker's a girl. Yeah. So very different. Super different. <laughs> also, Danny spelled with an I because he's he's trans yeah. now. Yeah, super different. You're you're very different. great job, Butch. Super great job with that trace commission you got. Good luck with that. You didn't you you didn't do much really, Butch. <laughs> <laughs> sit sit the fuck down, Butch. <laughs> Honestly, Butch, you kind of stole this idea. So in the first place, so <laughs> um. Yeah, so Rocket Power is like so is like very overproduced and overstylized. Even like mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing you can notice when you're watching it is everyone's drawn in the lines. Yep. Which is the biggest credit, I think, to like some sort of top down things coming in because that is not classy chupo. Chupo. No, it was very on model, very like tight, like very yeah, just really put together. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like you know, Rugrats feels like chaos. Yes. Like, early Rugrats is, like, chaos. And, like, even, like, Wild Thornberries is, like, more chaos. Like, this was, like, very just manufactured. Yeah. And it's not in the way... Because, like, you get to a Soul by Ginger, and a Soul by Ginger is very clean. People are so drawn mm-hmm. weird. They're not... Weird. Human, they're not, like, realistic. Um, mm-hmm. But a Soul by Ginger is, like, clean in, like, a classy Chupo way? If that makes sense? Yeah. It's like Klasky Chupo, but like manufactured Klasky Chupo. Yeah, like it. It feels, it feels different than Rocket Power. Mm-hmm. Rocket Power also like the thing. I think the problem is Rocket Power is clean, but it's mm-hmm. formulaic, which also yeah. like is a Klasky Chupo thing. Like regards is formulaic. It starts Angelica's an asshole. Tommy thinks of a way to do a Tommy thing. They have an adventure. And they make it to the kitchen and get Dilla cookie before their grandpa wakes up. Yeah. Right? Like, that. That Rugrats has a formula, but it is always in this, like, very, I don't know, fresh animation style. I think that's why this reboot is so weird for Rugrats. Yeah, because, like, CG animation can't be as, as wild as yeah. 2D animation can be. Because, like, you know, you can't... You, it, it takes, like, a lot of programming to, like, even just get 3D models to, like, squash and stretch, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, you don't see, like, a lot of squash and stretch in, like, TV CG animation because, like, that takes a lot of, like, programming resources, mm-hmm. time, and money. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, the models for the the new CG on CG Rugrat show on Paramount Plus just look, like, very static. It's too, like, their eyes are part of their face. Yeah. Chucky's glasses are part of his face. <laughs> part of his face. Like, they were never meant to be seen in three dimensions. And it, it is Klasky Chupo. Like, mm-hmm. um, specifically, I believe Arlene is the one who said that she would come back to work on it for, like, a reboot. If they... Yeah, because her yeah. and Gabor separated, right? Yeah, they are, they're no longer married. Yeah. They do still work. It's still their company. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Gabor might... Like, all the a lot of the public-facing stuff, Arlene seems like she kind of became the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Gabor is also on the reboot, but like a lot of the quotes are from her. She seems to have done most of the interviews and such since they left Simpsons. Uh, ah. And my guess is it's just like people not being shitty and 
the talking to her. I mean, her name's first, and usually that means something for a company. Yeah. Uh, so my guess is people stop being shitty and going to him. And at some point, he was like, you know, Arlene does most of the stuff around here. You should talk to her. <laughs> you should talk to Arlene. Her, she knows what's going on. Her name is literally first on the company. I just draw shit, man. Oh, Kevin. Hi. Oh, hello. I was like, are you was, okay? <laughs> that was Kevin, my mom's pit bull. He's down here in the basement with me today. And I was, he came up and I was scratching his ears and I stopped for a second to scratch my elbow. Here, I'm going to stop again and see if he cries. Oh, he just licked my hand. He's very cute. Um, He's stinky. <laughs> so the biggest, the thing I talked about earlier, rocket power couldn't carry emotion Mm -hmm. um it's so stylized and so focused on like what was cool at the time what was cool at the time the reason why making an animated property based on like what's cool at the time is a bad idea is because animation takes a very long time so by the time it came out it was already kind of so 1999 yeah 2000 yeah 2002 Mm -hmm. Mm. 2003 Mm. 2004 (laughs) they're still making rocket power (laughs) Rocket Power is still on? It's views. Wow. It's ratings held. It's season one, mm-hmm. episode one, had a Nielsen rating of 8.1. Season oh, four okay. finale, Nielsen rating episode came in at 7.6. Okay, that's not bad. And so its ratings were generally between like, I think the lowest I found was like some random episode. I found an episode by episode tracker. The lowest one was around like a six. And the high hmm. was ep- was like season one, episode one, like any, uh, literally any other show ever. Um, you never have oh more God. than that premiere date of like around there. And so mm-hmm. it really is just like, it's the thing to think is like cartoons, especially Nicktoons survived off of rewatchability. There's not yeah. a lot of reason to rewatch an episode of rocket power. There's yeah. not a pull like their contemporaries at the time on Nick were also like, Hey Arnold, which is a very understylized, very like simple shapes show. With a lot of, like, mm-hmm. heart and emotion behind the characters. Like, that is why you watch Hey Arnold. That is what made Hey Arnold interesting. And so there's a lot of rewatchability on your favorite episodes of Hey Arnold. Because there's, like, emotion and story there. And there's not that for Rocket Power. There is the kids. Sometimes they're spotlight episodes, right? Like, Twister's mm-hmm. brother is being a jerk and Twister has to clean his room. They gotta get him out. Or Otto is being an asshole. Or whatever. <laughs> like, they're gonna have the opening they're doing a sport something happens ray tells him to quit it tito <laughs> says uh quote-unquote hawaiian parable oh, no and then the kids <laughs> do the sport again at the end yeah like that's that is an ep- like that is any episode of rocket power yeah it's like and a lot of it's like the sport and as, when you get older you're just like you're not just as interested as watching yeah. ki- like animated kids do a sport it's not exciting no. anymore and you know if they win you've seen of, this episode you're yeah. like they win the game you've seen it that, like the tension is always like do they do the thing they do it i don't need to see this again mm-hmm. um exactly there is some evidence show wise of like what we've seen that they could have had some emotional teeth taken from it. The big one is yeah. Reggie and Otto's mom. She's dead. Mm-hmm. They, I don't think they ever say she's dead. We never, they never say how she died or what happened. But it is heavily alluded to that who eventually becomes Ray Mundo's second wife, Nailani, is mm-hmm. like she was a friend of the mom. She says that, and it's heavily alluded to that the mom died doing sports. 
yeah. that she died during a surfing accident, there's a flashback of where you meet Raimundo, where he meets Nailani, and there's a woman with him that seems like it's meant to be Reggie and Otto's mom, based on the interaction and the flashback that she has with Ray. There's another mm-hmm. part of that flashback later where they're like, where Nailani and this woman are out surfing. A big wave comes, it hits their board, the board breaks, and Nailani's friend doesn't come back up. Oh. And this is around when, like, Otto had just had a big accident and, like, didn't come up from the ocean, Nailani saves him. Mm-hmm. And so it seems like that could have been, like, meant to be the story of, like, the story of her passing and, like, why she feels so close to Ray and so protective of the kids. They mm-hmm. never say it. And at this time, this is, like, not cartoons did not talk about, like, how people died. I mean, even Harold, like, his parents are gone. They're missing. Yeah. I feel like Rugrats was, like, a little more for it because Chucky's mom is dead. Yes. And they do, further on down in the series, tackle that a little mm-hmm. bit more. Which was, like, absolutely was not done no. at the time. So to kind of contrast, like, how this issue was handled in Rugrats as opposed to, like, how this was handled in Rocket Power, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. something definitely got lost along the way. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, that's that's kind of long and short of it for Rocket Power. Um, yeah. And Klasky Chupo. What are they up to these days now? Uh, these days now they got the Rugrats reboot. That's oh, kind of yeah. their we- yeah on, Par- <laughs> <laughs> on Paramount Plus, as previously discussed. Uh, this Not is kind of their by Paramount Plus. <laughs> no, this is kind of their part of their resurrection, so to speak, because after like 2007, 2006, they kind of weren't up to anything, um, mm-hmm. and they've recently had this revival. And the big the big thing was they were interested in doing a Rugrats reboot. Uh, yeah. They've been talking about it since around 2012. They resurrected the company because they had gone under. They had gone under. Didn't exist. Um, Mm -hmm. Resurrected the company. They did a digital comic thing for a little bit. Uh, They worked on something called RoboSplot, which was a web series, and an InkSplot, which is another web series. Um, They started doing some secret project work. And then around that same time in like 2015... They were talking about, like, at Nick and then at San Diego Comic-Con about wanting to do something with Rugrats again. Mm-hmm. And now they're working with this Rugrats reboot. Um, I've seen none of it. <laughs> so I can't speak to it. Uh, I st- I also still, I don't know if they have it on Paramount+. Plus. You remember the, how they did the Rugrats preschool specials? Yeah. I want to see those. I think they've got to be out there. There's, like, two of them, I think, right? I don't know. I just know they did them. And that they're yeah. out there, and I gotta, I feel like they gotta be on Paramount. I mean, Paramount Plus has as told by Ginger, so I'm, I'm gonna have it for a while, everybody. As soon as I found that out, I, so <laughs> I almost I switched this topic three times because the first would be just Klasky Chupo, and I was like, oh, I'll do it on Rocket Power. Then I found out Rocket Power is an enigma <laughs> was- to the fucking world, which is interesting. There was but nothing. I couldn't find yeah. anything, and then I found out as told by Ginger was on Paramount Plus. And I was like, oh, do I was told by Ginger, but Param- but I was told by Ginger isn't an enigma. And it was last night. And I was like, I can't. There's actually stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> so you got Rocket Power and Klasky Chupo and us going on tangents. And you're still listening and it's in the episode. So I assume you enjoyed it. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for hanging in there while we talked about training wheels and periods. <laughs> um, thank you, Brenda. And I, I you know. I'll- Thank you. We did it. We we got another one done. Yeah, thank you for taking this week so I could just 
vibe in this in the world. Yeah, it looked, you know what? I can't wait to see what you got though, because Brenda's always got something cooking. Yeah. I hope I have something cooking. Hey, Brenda, what do you got cooking? Oh, that's gonna be really good. I promise. With the, I definitely um, know what it is, and I've already begun research. Ah, oh, cool. All right, we're ready. In my head, playing is the Keenan the Kill opening, but it's you and me, and you're the one always able to plan our plot. Yeah, that's, that's about right. Uh, I do kid hell. Everyone have a lovely day. I'm going to see ya. Goodbye. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esperanza Garay Negron, and you can find their music on Bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was voiced by Cafe 3G. You can find him under that handle on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is a part of the Nacellecast Podcast Network. You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter. The show is edited and produced every week by the amazing host Brenda. And as a reminder, please, please, please... For listening to Apple Podcasts, throw us a five-star review. Helps to show it a lot. Tell a friend about the show. And until next time, historians, see ya.